Joe, would you hire Jessica Jones as a private investigator? Yeah. She's a really good detective, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think the show makes a lot of points that she's, like, a really good detective. (laughs) No, that's a really good question. And, like, I don't think her rates are that bad. No, I feel like they're reasonable. Yeah, and I feel like if you can't pay her, she's like, oh, whatever. Just buy me, like, whiskey and bourbon. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, you could probably pay her in alcohol. It works, too, because it's like she's really good at solving non-superhero problems, and then if it turned into a superhero problem... She's your girl. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah. Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them, because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel therapy group. Episode 8, I think, is the one where Jerry... Oh, spoilers. Okay. Let's hold <laughs> off on the spoilers until we get there. Actually, let's tell them what we're talking about. Yeah, so if you haven't figured it out by now, we are talking about my girl Jessica Jones today. Yeah, season three came out last weekend? Uh, yeah, last yeah, weekend. last weekend. Final season. Final season of the Marvel Netflix oh. experiment. <laughs> my heart breaks. That's the experiment. I think it was a very successful experiment. Well, it had its ups and downs, and it's ended. Okay, yeah. It's but ended like, on more of a down note, but... Really think so? I think, I mean, most of these shows just kind of... I mean, Iron Fist and Luke Cage especially just kind of got unceremoniously canceled. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But they both had really good second seasons. Yeah. Daredevil had a really good third season. Daredevil season three was really good. And we're going to talk about Jessica Jones Season 3. Yeah. But before we get to that, I thought we should do uh, just a full uh, look back. A full recap. A full recap of Jessica Jones. Yeah. All the highs and lows, the things we liked about it, the things we're going to miss about it. Yeah. So I took notes on each episode for Season 3, but Jack has notes. Oh, (laughs) I'm Joe. And I'm Jack. We're the only ones who have watched Jessica Jones, so we're the ones talking about yeah. it. Yeah. So I took notes on each episode of season three. Jack has notes on all the seasons, so why don't you start off? Yeah. The when when, when uh, I suggested we talk about Jessica Jones and Joe agreed, I think within ten minutes wrote like three pages of notes on <laughs> Jessica Jones. Um. So just for some background, I I consider season one of Jessica Jones. Uh, to be the best of the Marvel Netflix of oh, all the seasons. Oh, it is like the pinnacle of TV. Like, oh, yeah. Season one is so good. Uh, season one is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, season one is such a great um, thriller and drama and suspense show, mm-hmm. but like also action and mystery. Noir. Yeah, yeah. It's got a cool tone, I think. It, it does, and it really gets under your skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some scenes that you just cringe watching, but not in a bad way, not because it's cringy, but because it's so gruesome. Yeah. Like, the two scenes that come to mind for me are when um, when Kilgrave is escaping from... I think it's all the same episode. When Kilgrave is escaping from his containment thing that Jessica yeah, set up, yeah, yeah. and he makes his parents... Who is it? His mom? It's his mom and his dad. Yeah, yeah. So he's he, like, pick up the scissors. He makes them stab themselves with it's scissors. Like, stab yourself for every year you left me. Which is sickening. Oh, it was so creepy. And then the next one is when he's with Wendy. And he tells Wendy, 
you want a death by a thousand paper cuts or a thousand cuts, do it. And oh, yeah, Wendy's yeah. forced to take a knife and just start slashing away at Jerry. Yeah, oh yeah. And I that's the hardest that. scene for me to watch. Oh my god. Yeah, so just for some, some more background. So coming off of Daredevil season one, which I also really loved. Um Was this the second show? Yeah, this okay. was the second show. This came right after it. I want to say Daredevil came out in March of 2015, and then this was, like, September or November, or okay. somewhere within that time frame. Uh, but, yeah, that, I was really hyped for this show, mainly because I thought the premise sounded really cool, uh, based on sort of what Marvel was taught, based on the little, like, teasers Marvel released. Um, I really loved Kristen Ritter as an actress, like, <laughs> yeah. back back from, uh, I knew her from Breaking Bad, okay, season two, and she, if you haven't watched that, what are you doing? Go watch Breaking Bad. But <laughs> Kristen Ritter, especially in season two, is really good. She it's really good, really heartbreaking stuff. Um, and also, I'm a big Doctor Who fan, so I only oh, got yeah, more yeah. excited when David Tennant, my boy, was announced as the main villain. Yep. Yeah. So what do you have for notes for season one? Uh, it's mostly just me gushing over it. I'll okay. put that up front right now. No problem. Um. So yeah. Oh, so. Uh, first note, episode one has, like, one of the best cliffhangers, I think, for a pilot I've ever seen. True. Yeah, that, and, and because it's on Netflix, it released the whole thing, so you just kept watching. That was when I knew, like, I was gonna have to finish this show. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, everything seems good, Jessica's got the girl away from Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. We're all fine. She gets in the elevator with her parents. Yeah, And then also, she takes out the gun. Uh, yeah. Also, episode one really opens up a lot of plot points. You start to understand that Jessica is suffering, like she's killed someone. She's also been controlled by this person. So we find out who the purple man is, sort of. It's a slow build-up to him, but it's only more effective when you finally meet him fully. Yeah, do you remember when Jerry's introduced? That's season one. She's like, she uses Jessica as like muscle, kind of. Like Jessica goes out and gets... And, like, serves people their court summons. Yep. Yeah, the first scene of the show, I think, is she finds some guy, uh, picks up his car, and she's like, here's your court order, or, like, go there, or I'm gonna use my laser eyes. And it's, it's so great, because right away you can tell, okay, it's a superhero show, but they're also leaning into that and playing mm-hmm. off of it. But, I mean, they don't... It's a superhero show without being superhero-y. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because I just realized that was one of the problems I had with the first episode of season two. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah, because definitely, because Daredevil season two was, or Daredevil season one was very much a superhero show. You but think it, so? Season one? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, he, okay. He's a guy in a suit, he's a guy in a mask going around fighting crime. I, I have an opposite take, because when I first watched Daredevil, like, I, I tried to watch the first episode when it, when it came out. And I didn't end up watching it until, like, a year, maybe, I don't know, maybe just a few months later, because it seemed like I wanted it to be about Daredevil, and I didn't realize it was going to be an origin season. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's just about Matt Murdock. I want more Daredevil. And I thought it was really boring. So, like, I had to push myself through it, but eventually it got to a point that I was interested, because it's a good show. So, yeah, no, I had the opposite. Really? Well, I, yeah. I thought it was about Matt Murdock more than Daredevil. He's not quite Daredevil yet, but he has, like, the superpowers. Like, he goes in the suit, mm-hmm. and he, like, or he goes in, like, the black suit and fights people. Yeah, and it with, worked yeah. once I realized that. Mm-hmm. 
Also, season three of Daredevil, side note, just made me realize the black suit was so much cooler than the red suit ever was. It kind of is. It kind yeah. of, especially when, like, he added, like, the fight ropes to it for, like, his oh, gloves. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, that was so cool. Yeah. So, going off topic a little bit, Daredevil 1 was about Matt Murdock. I mean, season 1 was about Matt Murdock. Season 2 was about Daredevil, and season 3 combined them both perfectly. It's a good take. Yeah. <laughs> it was very well-rounded at season mm-hmm. 3. But yeah, so back to my original point, I thought Daredevil season one was definitely like, this is a superhero show that shows superhero shows can go dark. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then <laughs> Jessica Jones comes along and is like, you thought you, you thought saw that dark. Was dark? Yeah. <laughs> so season one was really good. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Um, so yeah, so we talk about, we very, we sort of get glimpses of David Tennant throughout like the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I think it's... It, I, his, I remember his first, like, really big moment being the scene in the police station where Jessica's trying to get herself arrested, and that's when he shows oh, okay. up and he he hypnotizes all the cops. Like, doesn't he have them, like, pointing guns at each other? Yeah. And then he's like, uh... Then he just tells them all it was a joke, forget yeah, about like, it. In the next 30 seconds you'll all think this was a hilarious joke by Jessica Jones and you'll let her go. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I think he had a few bigger moments before that, but that's... That does stick out. I think that was their... Maybe that was their first big, like, confrontation. Like, okay. the first scene they, they had together. Mm-hmm. Also, we get Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah, we Do- find out that Jessica Jones killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend? Wife? Wife. Wife. I... This is my favorite version of Luke Cage. Now, some people apparently don't like him in this season. I thought he was really cool. Yeah. I thought he was a cool guy. It's cool. I think it's in the first episode, too. She has, like, this voiceover, and she's on the balcony looking at people, and you see Luke Cage, you know, like, without being introduced, you know it's Luke Cage because he's in that costume. Mm-hmm. He has the yellow shirt, and he's oh, just kind of yeah, standing yeah. there in his, ba- in his room. It's so funny, because, like, that's Luke Cage! Like, you think it's just a cameo, but then, surprise, he gets yeah. two of his own seasons. He, he has a pretty big, he has a pretty cool scene, too, early on, where it's like he takes the buzzsaw to his chest, and he's just uh-huh. like, you can't break me. Yeah, and, and then they have like, a fight cool. scene. Yeah. They oh, fight in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing I was gonna say. Some people say season one has doesn't have enough action. I think season one has two of, like, my favorite fights in, like, well, no, it's not fair, because Daredevil has, like, so many really good fight scenes, but Outside of Daredevil, Jessica Jones is, like, my two favorite fight scenes, which is this the one fight scene where it's, um... I can't remember who the cop is, but it's the cop, and he's hyped up on the, um... On, like, the steroids, and so Jessica and Trish have to fight him. Oh, yeah. That's a really good night. Like, they're in smashing around. Yeah, they're, yep. like, ba- going through walls and stuff. And then the scene with Luke and Jessica <laughs> in the club, that was so cool. Yeah, it definitely was. Kilgrave's like, don't let her touch me, Mr. Cage. And then he's, like, trying to kill Jessica, literally. Yeah. And it's like, she's, like, holding her own. But yeah. it's, like... Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's stressful. It is stressful. That's it's, like a, a, it's a tense yes, scene. that's the word to describe the show. Oh, yeah, do you First remember... Season. It's stressful. <laughs> do you remember, like, I think it's, like, a flashback before this where Luke goes to confront Kilgrave, and Kilgrave stops him, and he's like, who are you? Oh, and yeah. And she's like, I'm Jessica Jones. Like, Jessica Jones and I were lovers. And he's just like... The, yeah, what, what then he just, a, a pity shag. <laughs> then he just kind of kidnaps Luke like, Cage because he can. Is it still kidnapping if they, if it seems like they go willingly? I think it's kidnapping. I think they make it pretty clear it's kidnapping. <laughs> well, it definitely is, but like no one would be able to tell. I think, but yeah, Jessica was just such a such a 
different character than we had seen on TV. She was so damaged and she was so, like, mm-hmm. she didn't give a F. Yep. Then, oh, also, season one utilizes her flying. Because she can fly. In the comics. Mm-hmm. And they don't, like, they show it without showing it. Like, she just jumps long distances. <laughs> I mean... Which they kind of lost. It's come back a little bit in season three. Mm-hmm. My roommate Justin and I got into an argument about this. He's like, can she even fly? And I'm like, in show, she doesn't like to fly because she never learned how to control it. So she doesn't really do it much. Basically, yeah. Uh, the reason for that, objectively, I know it's because Netflix never gave them the money to have Jessica Jones fly. But I was like, no, in show, there's a reason. She doesn't like to fly. She can't really do it. Mm-hmm. So you can just back off. I'm very defensive <laughs> of Jessica Jones. No, that makes sense. Like, she could if she developed it. Yeah, but she never really learned how to fly. I, I'll go with that. Can we also talk about Jerry real, real quick? Yeah, I was going to say to talk so, about the side characters. On yeah, the, in so Jerry one. is a really good character. And for some reason, I root for her. And I think you're supposed to. But she's not a good person. No. She's really not. And I... So she, she, she uses Kilgrave to try to get her own way in the divorce which ends terribly for everyone involved. But then, like, after the first season, I forgot about that. So when she came back in her next appearance, I was like, oh, Jerry's back. I love this character. Then, re-watching season one of Jessica Jones, I got to that point again, and I was like, wait, she's a horrible person. <laughs> why, why am I rooting for her? Carrie Ann Moss carries herself in such a way in that performance that it's like everything she does... You can be like, I don't agree with it, but I understand why you're doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's the thing with Jerry. And I don't think she means to destroy everyone's lives. She's just out for herself. I was going to say, I mean, she very clearly is out for herself. Yeah. And she just has no remorse, really. I think she's just ruthless. Yeah. I think she's she's a queen, though. So then, the end of the season, Jessica Jones. Wait, wait, just okay. a side character. Can we also talk about Malcolm in season one? Yeah. I actually really like that twist with Malcolm in season one. That was a good where twist. Where he's a drug addict for like a couple, for like the first six or seven episodes, I think. Then, then you find out he's being controlled or has been controlled by Kilgrave the entire time. Yeah, well, I think Kilgrave literally like told him to do drugs, like become an addict and then spy on Jessica Jones. Yeah. Which like, that's just so messed up. Yeah, it is. Then he gets clean, and you're like, oh, this is great. Now, like, the character has more of a purpose. Mm-hmm. He started leading, like, that support group, right? That was yes. sort of his thing. Yep. Then we get those weird siblings. Really. Yeah, that's... that's Still, just, a, still, gonna gonna still a 10 out that. of 10 for me in the season, <laughs> but those characters, they, they really tried to, like, bring that rating down. I mean, no, good for the actors, but we're going to gloss over the characters yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's just gloss over them. Um, and uh, Trish, of course. Trish is there. I, I, remember, I thought Trish was good. In, I can't really remember what she does in season one. Trish just lives in her rich apartment. Yeah. Yeah, really. What does she do? Well, you get some backstory, I guess. She that does some. I don't think she helps Jessica. But. She must. I don't know. I watched it so long ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, end of season one. She kills Kilgrave. Oops. Spoilers? Well, nah, it's been out for four years. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> but before that, we get like I we get like two of like 
the best episodes of the season. Those, the, the, it's like back to back. It's the Sin Bin one we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But before that, there was the one where Jessica goes to live with Kilgrave yeah. in her childhood home. Mm-hmm. Oh, those two are so good. Like, those are peak television for me. So Jessica's messed up. Trish is feeling helpless. Jerry is Jerry, and Malcolm is on the recovery. Yeah. So, so that's how our characters, that's how we leave our characters. Mm-hmm. Season two. Should we go into season two? Yeah. Do you want to? Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. So yeah. So season one was really awesome, and I had high hopes for season two, and I didn't like season two. And I, the main reason was because it didn't have a central villain, and I didn't like how none of the characters' arcs overlapped. I was like, I'm watching Jessica Jones, not like Jerry's sideshow, or Trish's sideshow, or Malcolm's for that matter. Because none of their character arcs, none of their stories overlapped. And then... Actually, that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) It was a very flat story. I think you ranked this as, like, your least favorite season of Marvel television, didn't you? I think so. I've seen it as, like, as the worst of the worst, which I I think is ridiculous because Iron Fist season one was a thing. Eh, I liked Iron Fist. Well, okay. Like, just objectively, you could at least tell that Jessica Jones season two... Like, people at least, like, behind the camera, like, cared, and were actually, like, trying to make something good. Whereas Iron Fist Season 2, you could tell no one gave a shit. Iron Fist Season 2? Just Season 1, no one gave a shit. I liked Season 1. I was actually attached to the characters pretty quickly. Season 2 of Jessica Jones, I was like, I don't care about any of these people. We're we're not going to get into Iron... Going into Iron Fist is is a rabbit hole they don't want to go down today. (laughs) Um, Season 2 works for me a lot better than pretty much everybody I believe um the mo- the stuff with her mom really works for me I actually think the second half of the season was really strong I was actually really engaged in the second half of the season mm-hmm. um I thought the season two had two really really good episodes which were like on par with season one which was the flashback episode where Jessica actually was happy and she had a boyfriend okay so that was a powerful episode but I didn't like it be- just because I don't like flashback episodes I hate how you have to interrupt your own story, go back and fill in some gaps, or create new details so that you can continue telling your story. Well, so it's like they introduce the mother, then it's like, well, where have you been all this time? Let me show you. Yeah, I don't like that. Why not? Would you rather ever just sit down? No, well, yeah, I want a continuous story, so fill in the gaps as you go. That would be a good story for me. I don't know, I was was a fan of that episode, I was a fan of seeing young Jessica Mm -hmm. when she was happy. When she was happy. Oh, that was so sad. For her. That was so sad. Such a troubled life. Yeah, there was that episode, and then there was the Kilgrave episode, which, okay, I just love David Tennant, and I always just will, like, obviously, will rank anything higher if he's in it, but, oh, that was such a good episode where Kilgrave shows up again. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where there's, like, multiple Kilgraves, and, like, they're everybody on the street. Ugh. <laughs> I'm all about that, Joe. I'm all about more Kilgrave. I don't remember that, actually. I really only remember, like, two scenes from season two, and it's when her mother breaks the aquarium, and all the, all, like, it floods, all the animals come out. I'm like, so good co- going. Of course you'd remember that one. Yeah. Like, you just killed... You just... Uh, you just destroyed this aquarium. Well, that epi- that scene probably lost it a star just for, like, the whole rest of the season, didn't it? <laughs> and then the next scene I remember is Jessica and her mother on the Ferris wheel, and then Trish shoots her, and Jessica jumps down and tells Trish to run. Uh, that's about it. And that's fair, though. <laughs> Trish did just kill her mother. Yeah. Also... 
Trish must have really good aim. Well, she'd been taking, you could argue she'd been taking those drugs and she had her cat reflexes. She just didn't realize it yet. Yeah, I guess. But they were so close together. Like, that was a really risky shot. You yeah. could have hit Jessica. Uh, well, well, I'm going to go with the cat <laughs> reflexes excuse. Oh, I do remember that part. Yeah, okay, so three scenes. When Trish is being injected very painfully by whatever that is, and international goods and handling, IGH. Which was basically like a mutant growth hormone. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you have for season two? Um, we talked a little bit about it. Um, I can agree that um, the first couple episodes needed some... I, what I would have done, I've stood by this since the first se since season two came out. My idea was I would have always said what they should have done was they should have had a villain for Jessica to fight for like three or four episodes. Yeah. Then she captures her, puts her in prison, and then we move on to the story with the mother. Oh, that's part of it. Remember there was a rumor that Typhoid Mary was coming in? Yeah. And this random woman who ends up being her mother, I kept thinking, oh, this is Typhoid Mary. Mm -hmm. Like, when's she going to do something really awesome? Yeah, when's she going to, like, throw fire at her? <laughs> right. I wanted the fight of Jessica, like, fighting a woman who can control fire. Yeah. I wanted that. <laughs> Netflix, give me that. So that was part Retroactively of it. Retroactively give me that. Yeah. So that was part of it. When we found out it was a mother, but we didn't know a name, I was still like... So it's still Typhoid Mary that's making it her mother. This is weird, but okay. But then they never... It was never Typhoid Mary, and I couldn't get over that. That's the thing. <laughs> I think it should have been... Typhoid Mary should have been a villain that Jessica's chasing for, yeah. like, three or four episodes. Um, she puts her in jail. They set her up for Iron Fist Season 2. She gets out for Iron Fist Season yeah. 2. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll give Iron Fist Season 2... I actually, like, kind of liked Iron Fist Season 2. It was fine, but yeah. I'll, I'll give that. They did They did uh, Typhoid Mary good there. Yeah. Yeah, you put. You have a villain for Jessica to fight for the first couple episodes. Um, she puts her away, and then we move on to the stuff with the mother. If they had done that, I would have said that season would have been really good. Instead, we get the, the cop's name who was on the uh, the drugs... I don't remember his name. He was in seeds. Yeah. Well, Instead, was... we get him for a few episodes until he gets killed. Mm -hmm. And then it's like... And then it just seemed like they had a leftover plot point from season one that never got resolved. And they're like, oh, we're going to throw it into season two and wrap that up really quick. Yeah. Maybe he could have been like a villain Jessica fights, I guess. But... Yeah. I th like, I feel like he was set up to be yeah, one. Yeah. Because I feel like I said that season one fight, I think, was really cool. Yeah. But then he just gets killed. Also, I know a lot of people like season two. But for me, it didn't work because really? I, I feel like a lot of people don't. I feel like I'm in the minority. Well, I so like Trisha's story. I just feel like all their all their stories come out of nowhere, and I get that you can kind of see that Trish is getting an addiction to power in the first season, but I don't think it was built up enough because then she's suddenly just taking drugs out of nowhere and she just keeps getting more addicted to power. And I didn't I didn't like it. I don't think it added up. Well, I think they set that up. Um, in season one, because I think that's how she—that's how she ends up defeating. Um, it's bugging me. I don't know the cop's name, but that's how they—they they defeat them. In that—that's how Jessica and Trish are able to finally defeat them. So I think Jessica yeah. take, or Trish takes like a hit of her, of the cops. Um, the yeah, thing he's been does. taking, and she gets powers. Yeah. So you can see how. So they sort of set that up that it's she'd want. No, you know, I, she'd, I see she'd get that. addicted to that, and also like they've established that she's always wanted what Jessica has. Like yeah. she she's jealous that Jessica could be a hero, but just isn't, because that's what she wants to be. I see that, that they tried. I just don't think it landed, for me, anyway. No, it didn't. I, I can agree. It didn't land for a lot of people, apparently. <laughs> Find his name. Will Simpson. That was his name. Oh, Simpson. Yeah. yeah. He was actually a good character. 
like that. Oh yeah, that was that scene in like season one where um oh I forgot about the Kilgrave scene where you don't see his face, but he like he walks into that uh that family's apartment. Yeah, and he like, tells the kids to yeah, go in the closet. Go in the closet. <laughs> Children should be seen mm. and not heard, or not heard and not seen, mm. something like yeah, that. Yeah, some. Well, I think he says both. You're like seen and not heard, or better yet, not seen and not heard. Get yes. in the closet. Yeah. Okay. And then she, the, I think the girl's like, I have to go to the bathroom. He's like, go in the closet. <sighs> Sickening. I think she's crying in there and everything. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, so creepy. So do you have anything else for season two? Because um, I'm done talking about what it. Do I, oh yeah, I really like Jerry in season two. Okay, I can get behind that. I like her whole storyline of how she has ALS. She finds out she has ALS and this this powerful woman being taken down. And so she starts trying to find, again, she starts trying to find a cure and she ends up getting screwed over by that guy who says he can heal her. Again, interesting. I think at second to Jessica, she's the most, she has the best story arc in season two. But it didn't, there was not, it didn't have, it had nothing to do with Jessica Jones. Like, the only overlap was when Jessica had that woman that needed hiding, so she gave her to, to Jerry. And then Jerry, like, that woman steals from Jerry, and Jerry just sets up a murder to get, like, she sets up for that woman to kill her boyfriend. I thought that was such a powerful scene, though, where the guy's saying he's healing her, and she's actually, like, crying because she can, like, feel like she's being healed. Mm -hmm. And then she wakes up, and her place is, I think it's like she wakes up, and her house has been robbed or something, oh. and then she realizes she's been lied to this whole time. Oh. I think she's put I all their eggs in this bed. Ah, I liked that story. I kind of remember that. I liked yeah. that story. But it, it just had nothing to do with the rest of the season. And again, I thought, I thought Carrie Ann Moss did a really good job. Yeah. That's that the actress? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was like one of Marvel. That was like one of Mar Marvel Netflix's like first really big gets because she had done... She, she was pretty well known at that time, mostly for The Matrix, I think. Oh, yeah. I recognize it now. <laughs> wow, okay. You're going to look at her in a whole new light now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to our Jessica Jones episode. Uh, we're going to be right back to talk about season three after a quick word from our friends at the Chuck and Brad podcast. Hey Rhode Island and Connecticut, I'm Chuck Staten from the Chuck and Brad podcast. And before you go see the new movie Spider-Man Far From Home, come see a very special pop culture based comedy show called Spider-Man Bradley Drawn featuring Chuck and Brad. The quick description is... Comedians Brad Rohr and Chuck Staten present a poorly drawn and badly written retelling of the original Spider-Man movie starring Tobey Maguire. Brad is a terrible artist, and we're going to use his drawings and my new narration of the film based on those drawings to tell the story live on stage. It's going to be an awesome time. We're doing it Thursday, June 27th at the CT Comedy Theater in Hartford, Connecticut with Katie Arroyo, Laura Manaswich and B.J. Quiggin, and we're doing it Sunday, June 30th at the Comedy Connection with Impractical Jokers tour opener Jiggy, Ray Harrington, and Alan Fitzgerald. That's Spider-Man, Bradley Drawn. Come on out, it's going to be a great time. All info at chuckandbradpodcast.com. Season three? Season three. Okay. All right, so where are you in season three? So I just finished episode nine. Okay, so I'm So pretty... we are going to spoil up until episode eight. Yeah, I just finished the episode um, where Jessica and Trish uh, go on the road trip, and they and they find the body. Okay. And, oh, uh, okay, Jessica so has we're really definitely... Cool... Jessica, we're going to stop yeah. there, because something huge happens, and I really want to talk about it, but I cannot talk about okay. it to you. I appreciate that. Maybe just go step out of the room, and I'll talk. <laughs> Don't just run the podcast by yourself. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through it. Up until episode, I think it's eight. Seven, yes. maybe. Yeah, I finished seven. I have to watch eight next. Okay, so up to seven, up to episode seven. Yes. 
Alright, um, eventually we will have finished season three. Um, then we'll talk about it after that. But we're gonna go episode by episode. So, first, do you want to just do general reactions? It's fine. It's picking up for me a little bit now. To be honest, like, I'm kind of, ha- like, I'm kind of half-watching it at some point. Like, <laughs> I think there, like, I think there was one scene where it's, like, um, Jessica is trying to find, like, the, the guy who has the powers to, like, feel other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he's like, how'd you find me? And I'm like, yeah, how did she find her? <laughs> how did she find him? Like, I'm sure they said it, and I just didn't pay attention, but... Okay. Um, I think I can answer that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's like I, I like I don't know. Nothing's gonna ever top season one. Yeah, and it's almost doing the same thing season two did for me. And the fact that it's sort of picking up for me a little more now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they have a villain. Yes, I feel like that's a good move. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get yeah. to that episode. But yeah, it's fine. So I, I am enjoying season three, but. Mostly I'm pushing through so I can finally watch Black Mirror. <laughs> like, when I go to watch TV, I watch Jessica Jones so I can watch it. Because it's Marvel and I need to watch it. Yeah. And I want to talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But really, I just want to get out of the way so I can go watch other TV shows. <laughs> um, that being said, I have to agree. It's just fine. I like it better than season two. Um, and I'm also kind of half-watching it. It's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's falling flat again. And I think it's the villain. Because, I mean, it's good they have a villain, mm-hmm. but it doesn't compare to season one. Because mm-hmm. this guy has no powers, he's just a regular person, and this is kind of sickening in the opposite way, where it's like, this man clearly has a mental disability. Like, he is not right. And they're he needs help. He needs to be arrested and locked up, but also he needs serious therapy and medication. Because he's not right. He's also a psychopath who's murdered seven people. So no, I mean, no, definitely. On the other hand, like, Jessica, go ahead and punch him in the face. Oh, no, like, definitely. He, he deserves that. Definitely. But he needs help. Like, I don't I don't know how I feel about it. Um, all right, so let's go to episode one. Actually, so I was watching the recap, and I noticed that they kept saying in the recap, Jessica didn't ask for her powers. And that was, like, really resounding. They just kept hammering that in. And I was like, I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica never asked for her powers. Yeah. The second note yeah. I have is poor Jerry. Because she has ALS. And yeah. we're reminded of that. And then she falls out of bed. And it's sad. And she thinks about committing suicide. And then she gets Jessica to tell her to murder her at some point. Oh, that was a cool scene. It was. But also it was like, oh my gosh. Like, gut-wrenching. Oh, so there's a point where Jessica is walking on a beach... And she's still wearing her le- her leather jacket, which oh yeah, she's in uh like Mexico, Mexico, I think. yeah. Yep. And she's still wearing her leather jacket. Of course she and is. I thought that was really funny. Oh, never changed, Jessica. They name dropped Captain America again. I'm ha- I'm glad they did that as opposed to just like the flag waver, which all these shows did for a really long time. Mm. I don't remember where they name dropped him, but I have it in my notes. But they name dropped him. They did name drop him. Also, oh that little girl's name that she rescued. Her her name was Cassie. While they were talking about Captain America, the girl's name was Cassie, which is Scott Lang's daughter. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Then, we found out she has a secretary. Oh, yeah. So she's an official business now. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which also implies that she has a steady stream of cases that she solved, because then she gets paid, because she has to pay this secretary. Mm-hmm. Who's a great character. She's... <laughs> I, li- I like it. I like their dynamic. It's really funny. She's living up to her mom's ambitions, because she's going... She's really hammering in again, like... 
I can be a hero. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I don't have to be like all dark and gritty. I can be a hero. Oh, and then we find I see alias investigations on the door. And my first thought is, okay, when is this window going to break? <laughs> when is someone going to go crashing through that window? Always happens. It always happens. Just stick with the cardboard, Jessica. Yeah. That works for you. Oh, then we get to Jerry trying to die. That was emotional. We find out Malcolm's working for Jerry. Oh, and Malcolm is doing Jerry things. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Yeah. His morals have gone out the window. Well, he doesn't feel good about it. No, he doesn't. I also noticed, and tell me if this is the thing that's been going on in all the other seasons, but there's a voiceover. Like, they're talking out loud. Yeah, Justin and I were talking about that, too. Um, Season one, I think they did it. Yeah, season one, I think they did it. Um, Season two, I think they backed off a little bit, and I think they're just going back to what they did in season one. I like it. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. It feels like a comic book. It's fine, yeah. Yeah. I like like listening to Kristen Ritter. (laughs) Good intro to Hellcat. Oh, yeah. We just, we see her do, like, flips and parkour. Yeah, yeah. That's episode two, right? (laughs) I have it in episode one. Again, I don't remember what her introduction was, but I have it in my notes. Oh, yeah. I think her introduction is she, she, you see her breaking into the um, the guy's apartment. What guy's apartment? The, 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 guy, the, the guy she's been hunting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she's missing. Dorothy, her mom, hires her. Oh, hires yeah. Jessica. Can we, can we talk about her mom? I don't yeah. like that they're, make, that they're trying to make her mom, like, a good character. Okay. Or, like, a redeemable character. Because season one, they really hammered home, like, you are a bad person. In season three, they're kind of like, eh, never mind. She, she's fine. Okay. And I think she's definitely redeemed herself, but they, I'm also an episode ahead of you. They did that, and the only reason I noticed that is because they did that with um, Turk, too. Like, you know, the thug who appeared in, like, a couple seasons? Mm. He, uh, he, he was, um, yeah, so season one of episode one of Daredevil, they literally introduced him as, like, as sex trafficking young girls. And he's like, you, you need to use the bathroom, you use the bucket. If you don't, you get tased. When he has, like, a cattle prod. Mm. And by Luke Cage season, or maybe it was Iron Fist season two, but by one of them, he was just like, hey, it's me, Turk, you know, your favorite scamp. Oh. And I'm like, you're, you're a very bad person. Yeah, You okay. should not be on the streets. Yeah. She's definitely, Dorothy is still, she did horrible things, but she has made up with her daughter. And now Trish is, like, getting away from it. She's, she has her powers. And she's learning to live, or she's learned to live without her mom. But now she's, like, welcoming her mom back into her life. I think she's very redeemable. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just don't like how it's, like, apparently they're backing off of that now. In season one, they made a pretty big deal. Like, she was a very abusive mother to Trish. She was. But I think the fact that Trish has clearly set boundaries and is letting her back into her life on her own account, on Trish's own account, I think it says a lot. I have... Okay, so Jerry is at a concert, and I have a connection because Sigourney Weaver's character, the finger in the Defenders, also had a concert oh, come to her apartment. Such a wasted, <laughs> a wasted Sigourney Weaver. And I noticed oh, that morality they. is clearly the theme of this season, and I think it's a really good theme because mm-hmm. in, in this one episode, they just everyone was talking about their morals and like it was good. It's definitely Jessica wanting to be a hero. But just she's not sure if she can be a hero. Yeah. Is what I think. As as lo- as well as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Malcolm. Not so much Jerry, but Trish. Um, they mentioned a sliding scale a lot. Just thought I'd bring that up. Never brought up again. I don't remember why I wrote that down. <laughs> Episode two. Episode two was funny because it was... Was this the, the um, Hellcat? The Trish yeah. episode? I liked that perspective. 
Um, especially when she's, she's, she has a costume in the mirror, and her, so her name is Hellcat in the comics, but she looks at her costume and she goes, hell no. And it's oh, yeah. so clearly fan service, and it was great. Marvel, Marvel loves to do that thing. They did that with Luke Cage, too. Yes. Episode three, all I have is great twist ending. Now, I don't remember what that twist ending was at this point. I guess it wasn't that great. <laughs> um, but I remember... Oh, wait. No. That wasn't the one she got stabbed. That was the first episode. First episode. So I don't remember what it was. But also, my notes for each episode kind of dwindled. And that's where you can see my interest was... I was losing interest. Because as, we was talk, as we've talked about, it kind of fell flat in comparison to season one. We know it's the last season of the Netflix ones. I don't know. It's very... It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Episode four, we get our wizard reference. Because Eric, right? Eric is his name? Yeah. Burger guy. Um, he's like, I have powers. You believe me? And Jessica's like, the last time I didn't believe someone, they ended up dying when scaffolding fell on top of them. Oh, I was like, yeah. the that was a bad. That was a bad opener to start with Wizard when they really didn't have the budget to do it. They didn't it have was. the special effects budget to do it good. It was a bad opener. Felt and I forgot to talk about that because season two, the first episode, they really tried to lean into it being a superhero show. And I was like, no. Didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, I was worried for Trish because I was like, she's going to lose her job. I actually care about Trish. I don't want her to like lose her job. That's good. Yeah. Oh, but then by this point, Trish is becoming so annoying. She was literally becoming the new Iron Fist because Iron Fist is always, I am the immortal Iron Fist. And Trish was always, I asked for this. I wanted these powers. I asked for this. It's like, we get it. It was so annoying. Do you remember that? Did that stand out to you? Um, to be honest, I mean, nothing's really stood out for me outside <laughs> of just, um, outside of every time I'm watching, I'm like, Kristen Ritter's really pretty. <laughs> and she's really talented. And I love her. Here's another question. Do you think that Jerry actually wants Kith back? Um, Do you think she actually has feelings for Kith? I, I think she did. Because um, I, I feel like it just came out of nowhere. I think she... Well, I mean, I think she's... she's Because she's very clearly realizing her own mortality yes. at this point. And I think she's trying to make up for some mistakes or missed up or, or the sort of things she's wish she could have done differently, which okay. I can understand. That's a good take. I was thinking it was just Jerry being Jerry, and she was like... Pretty soon, I'm going to be decrepit, and I need someone to take care of me. So I'm going to play in my ex-girlfriend's emotions that she loves me and can take care of me while I die. Yeah, and I didn't read it like that. Okay. Oh, then we get a name for the guy, Gregory Salinger, mm -hmm. who is a villain, and not the best villain for reasons we've talked about, because he's just a regular guy, kind of boring. <laughs> he actually, um, he actually was in a Netflix show earlier. It was that show Russian Doll that Amy Poehler co-created. Mm -hmm. he, he just played like an asshole in that show. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're wondering where you recognize him from, Russian Doll. So getting into episode five, I just don't understand why Salinger is trying to kill Jessica. I think he justifies it. He, I mean, he says, oh, she's cheated. I've had to work for everything I've ever had. Mm -hmm. She just got powers and can do whatever she wants. But by that logic, why didn't you try to kill her in season one or season two? I think she probably just wasn't in New York then. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. You can't just... <laughs> but I said at least the characters are overlapping this season. That was good. Like, Malcolm's the buffer, kind of. Actually, they overlap a lot more by, like, season... By episode um, eight. Trish and Jessica Jones, their dynamic is done well. Because the whole thing where 
you know? Mm -hmm. Jessica was siding with a mass murderer, and then Trish killed her mom. I do feel like Trish is kind of like, I killed your mom, get over it. And I'm like, no, I I get why Jessica's pissed at you. Oh, definitely, yeah. (laughs) There are some moments where Trish is, like, defending herself. Yeah, she literally says, get over it. It's like, you can't just (laughs) get over it. You killed her mother, Trish. Seriously. (laughs) Oh, then we get... Which episode was it where Jessica pushed Trish out the window? That was funny. Um, I don't know. I think maybe this one, or it already happened. I don't remember. But that was a good scene. That was a good scene. Um, by episode, or in episode five, we get Eric's sister, who is a prostitute, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get her off the streets. But then they just gave her off to Malcolm, and I'm like, do not do this again. Like, you just handed off his ca- side character to Jerry in season two. Now you're just handing off a side character to Malcolm. Well, they can, Jessica doesn't have time to watch him. <laughs> I know. Also, did you notice, no one wears gloves. Yeah, because that's not fun. <laughs> Jessica's cool. She doesn't need gloves. Like, Trish... Trish wears gloves. No, she doesn't. I think she does. She wears a glove that covers her first, her thumb and her first two fingers, but then her last two fingers are open. It's very weird. Whereas, like, Gregory Salinger, he wears gloves. He has, like, a whole bodysuit. I don't know. Because he's a smart serial killer. Exactly. Um, then Trish blew her cover in, in episode five, and I drew a little mad face. See that? <laughs> drew a little mad face. Yeah, he does have a mad face on his notes. Um, episode six, the bagel rest incident. It's all catching up to Jerry, because everything is crashing down on her. Where is Foggy? Uh, he doesn't work for her anymore. No? No, remember at the end of Daredevil season three, they're going to open uh, Nelson and Murdoch again? That's right! Okay, yeah. I was wondering the entire time, like, where is he? <laughs> but also, she has her own firm. He's... Maybe he's stuck around at the no, other. No, no, he's not. No, come on. I want to. I want to imagine everything ended happy for Matt and they're running Nelson and Murdoch again. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Episode seven. This is where we're gonna stop. Um. Oh yeah. Again, why is he going after Jessica Jones? Why not Luke Cage? I mean, different parts of New York, maybe. Yeah, different parts why not of New Daredevil. York. Why not Captain I mean, America? He'd probably go after all those guys. <laughs> he's just targeted Jessica Jones. Yeah. The hand sanitizer was cute. Oh, yeah. Her secretary. Because yeah. cause her immune system is compromised because she has no spleen. <laughs> and her, her secretary, as much as they dislike each other, they still get along well. And she was like, gas pumps are full of uh, E. coli. Jessica Jones is like says, I'm super powered. And then comes back and says, I guess it can't hurt. Yeah, I'll take it. Doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that was, was a good scene. Uh, yeah, that was like scene I thought was like the coolest so far was when Jessica actually like lifts up the um, the gazebo and then yes. she starts punching. Oh no, that no, that scene was cool. But then the scene where she actually like goes and just wrestles with um, Salinger and just really embarrasses him. I oh, that. okay. See, that's one of the parts that I stopped watching because I was like, all right, let's get to the episode, end of the episode. I'm tuning out. That was cool. The cop in that small town. Mm-hmm was very bigoted and it was annoying and I literally just wrote ugh bigotry <laughs> cause she couldn't even address that Jessica was a woman she was like yeah like um for a woman like you or whatever you are something like that and Jessica goes whatever I am because she's still human ugh, it was so ugh I hated it <laughs> not like it was good writing I just hated I hated that character. Stuff happens in X Men all the time, and you love that. I know. I do love it. It's I. I loved this too. It's just (laughs) seeing. I was like, oh, this person, get over it. Stop being so hateful. 
Trisha's distraction was so funny. Oh, yeah. She sets, she sets the car alarm off. She goes, I'm... S- <laughs> this is very triggering for me. I'm psychologically <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> it was so funny. That was good. I loved it. Then... Salinger. All I wrote was Salinger. Oh, because yeah, it ends with like the um the the guy Eric, I think, who can feel emotions. He's like everything you think you think everything's worked out. Then he's like, Salinger's coming for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. where it ends. And then all I wrote was Salinger is so annoying with like twelve O's under the, anno- the so. You're not supposed to like him, Joe. I know. <laughs> but then I I also wrote that I love that they're working together. Finally, Jess and Trish. Yeah. All right, that is up to season, up to episode eight mm-hmm. through se- through episode seven. I keep saying season. Any final thoughts? Um, I guess just overall, what are you gonna miss about Jessica Jones? I'm gonna miss the show. I like we've never really gotten anything like that, or at least I've never watched a show like that. Mm-hmm. The very noir theme, you know. I I'm I'm just gonna miss Jessica. I, I I love her so much. I love her attitude. I love her sass. I love how she like doesn't give an f. Uh, do you like? Know, do you have Marvel Unlimited? Yeah. Can always read her comics. No, but it's not the same because it's not Kristen Ritter. All right. Like okay. I, I've made it very clear that I'm I'm in love with Kristen Ritter. Yeah. I think her and Charlie Cox. I wrote this down. They they were the two best actors in uh, Marvel Netflix universe. And if you don't believe me, go watch Defenders and just watch them literally act circles around everybody else. When Jessica Jones threw a van at Electra. Oh yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, I also think it's just kind of a shame that this Marvel Netflix experiment is kind of ending the way it is. The way it is, just sort of fizzling out. Um, it, it definitely feels like after Defenders kind of didn't go as well as they wanted. Well, that and Iron Fist. Netflix kind of gave up on these shows. Um, I feel like they either needed less episodes or more money. Uh-huh. Something which neither Marvel nor Netflix seemed willing to do. Less episodes. So I got so bored at one point that I was reading through the... Like, I paused it, went to the menu, and I was reading through the the description, the summaries of each episode. Mm-hmm. And I think it's episode 12. It says, Return of an Old Friend. Who do you think that is? Kilgrave. Oh, you think so? I was Maybe. thinking Luke Cage. I'd, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be okay with that, too, but, again, David Tennant. I think it's Luke Cage. But we'll see. Um, anything else? Uh, just thanks for tuning in to Marvel Therapy Group again. Alright, so, again, we haven't finished season three, but when we do, we'll talk about it in future episodes. Yeah. So stay tuned. Got some stuff coming up to talk about. Legion's coming back. Yeah. I mean, it only came out last weekend, so I'm sure a lot of our listeners haven't finished because yeah. we all have lives. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, follow us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So definitely interact with us on Twitter and Instagram, yeah. and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.